Hold on. You'll aim for Duncan's stuff. What? He's gonna dive bomb my apartment building from 35,000 feet? I wouldn't even be upset. That'd be impressive. <laughs> like a drop pod. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Terminator music is just like, he just pops out of a pod. It's just like, I've come for you. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> Spark lightning going around. Oh, shit. I mean, just uh, for those who um, are just caught up on the podcast opening at the moment, yes, we've just uh, we've just hypothetically went through a scenario where Steph opens a door to his plane that's heading to Canada and just dive bombs Duncan's house, drop pod style. I mean, I don't know what the cleanup would be. Messy. Mm. And they just got finished with the renovation of this building. Just Did kidding. They? We're still going to be working on it for yeah. the next nine years. Oof, oh, ten year plan. Or twenty year plan. It's forever, forever year plan. Ah, uh, oh, it's oh, it's um continuous improvements. It's one of those things. Yeah, it's balls. Hey, anyway, yeah, this is the Immaterial Gamers podcast. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hello. Hello. We uh, oh, well, I'm Ryan, and this is episode sixty-six. Six. Great, great order. And uh, today we are. Blizzard franchises that were announced as BlitzCon. I am... BlitzCon? <laughs> you are a... Yep. I and, am, uh, um, and joining I am... us is... Uh, yeah, with Duncan uh, is... Uh, and uh, then we got uh, we got Andrea, who is... Bleep. Hidden. hidden. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> can, you, can you just put, like, the, the censorship bleep over that, actually? I could probably bleep. do that with every one of us, to be honest. <laughs> And uh, and then uh, producing the podcast from thirty thousand feet Stephen, is Stefan in text who, form. Yeah, who is also man bleep, bleep those, I'm a sheep. I said bleep bleep I'm a sheep. Those golden yeah. key codes are never stopping, huh? No, no. Uh, Borderlands three golden keys never stop. Uh, I mean, what we can do here is I'm going to actually give out a uh, Borderlands three key that Steph has put on, tweeted from Randy Pitchford himself. Um, it's uh, active for 24 hours from Saturday, so by the time you get this key, it'll be useless. So uh, here we go. So it's uh, <laughs> WHW3BWHFZTZWTW5JBJJTRZZSH. You and won't. that's all just gonna be an enormous sensor, right? It's just gonna be like. A <laughs> oh, I think I, I think I might just put it in. I just I'll just put it in on the screen, just just for for anyone who wants to. To well, that be the, the name of the episode. It's just, the, just the key. <laughs> oh God, please! <laughs> oh no, there's one that lasts until fourth of November. Steph, um, give me that now, and I'll do it on next week's podcast. <laughs> Brilliant. So it's really uh, expired by the time you actually record the episode. Oh, actually, hold on. Till 4th of November. This comes out on... This will come out on the 5th. <laughs> actually, Steph, give me me now. I'll give it later. Perfect. It's the, uh, it's the Immaterial Gamers weekly key code that'll usually be expired. Yeah. We'll get that into a jingle later. But, um, yeah. How is everyone this week? You know, living. Yeah. Somehow. Making there. Mm, it's good. It's good. Uh, Brexit still not happened. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Is that... No, I says. Oh no, no. Well, nah, say spoilers. We were supposed to have officially been out of the European Union on the thirty-first of October. And he seemed pretty adamant about that at the time. Yeah, do or die. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. January the thirty-first. Now, 
I thought Brexit was supposed to happen like two years ago. Yeah, so did the UK. Yeah. Or about half of it anyway. Honestly, as a as a as a hardline remainer, I'm I'm just bored. Can it just be done so the country can regret it? Yeah. Regret regrets it. Regret regrets it. Regrets it. Someone's ringing a bell. I don't even know how to spell that, but it's catchy. Um, yeah. hold on, I got this. Oh, okay. Regrets it. Oh no, never mind. He beat me to the punch. Gregs. <laughs> no, 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 no. Gregs. <laughs> no, Gregs. Yeah. No, can, can you imagine if the sensation of regretting leaving the United Kingdom was referred to as Gregs? It's like, oh, I got some serious Gregs about this whole got Brexit thing, you know? Gregs. It's like, ain't that the bits of, ain't that the bits of unmixed? Coffee you get in the bottom of your cup. That's dregs. I was gonna say grounds. <laughs> grounds. <laughs> oh, um, but oh god, imagine regrets it. That's just basically people like regurgitating like weeks old sausage rolls. We we have a a bakery company in the UK called Greg's. They sell Greg's. sausage rolls, pasties, gingerbread men, um, uh, vegan sausage rolls. Mm, vegan sausage rolls. Nom yeah. nom. Made of potato and dandelion. Corn. Because. Do you know how many hot dogs? Do you know how many hot dogs you're supposed to have in a year? Zero. Uh, Negative one. The healthy Off. recommendation for hot dogs in a year is a uh, two. 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 A year. Yep. Like, are you less healthy if you don't eat two, or is it just like that's like a limit? That's like oh, a right. limit. It's oh, like right, if... so you're like saying it's like a plateau, so you'd sort of go, you'd go, and it's like unhealthy, unhealthy, oh look, here's two sausage rolls, oh no, back to unhealthy when you go forever. No, no, <laughs> so what you're saying is that I'm way ahead of the game, because I haven't had a hot dog in like, three years, four years? Sure! Mm. Yeah? Yes! I will live forever, not eating hot dogs. I don't think that's how that works. It's, that is definitely how that works. <laughs> Could you imagine if And I will challenge was... anyone who disagrees with me. <laughs> Could you imagine if that's how people died? It's like exclusively if you've eaten a hot dog. Oh god! Like in the past fifty years. That's one hell of a horror movie plot. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I feel like the hot dogs themselves are the real horror movie antagonists here. I just, I just like the fact that you know, you know, there's just this world where everyone's or where like ninety percent of the population have eaten hot dogs, and then something just gets triggered, fox die style, and you know, everyone just keels over. It's a very uh, ominous uh, and not very uh, clear messages coming in from Stefan. I was just about to point them chat. out. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Greg's, I was trying that. Weed, half of one. You're going to live until Sunday, Duncan. I need your hands. What the fuck does that mean? Llamas. Weed, clearly. Hmm. I basically... Is, is Steph, Steph asking me for weed? Steph doesn't need any. I mean, Jesus Christ, off. this is what he's like now. Oh, wait. Is it clarifying? Oh, message from the producer. I need Duncan's hands. That, that doesn't not clarify clear anything. anything. <laughs> we got that far. <laughs> Just his hands. Alright, I think uh, I think it would behoove all of us to just pretend that Steph is not there. Just put a little dunce cap on him and just push him in the corner. <laughs> it's like, it's like, Good boy, Stefan. Here's some blocks. I'm removing the rest of him. I oh right, right. Yeah, I think you're right, Duncan. I I think we need to move on. Uh, so well, while while Steph considers what it's like to take someone's hands and remove the rest of them, (laughs) um, we will move on to what's been played. What's been played? So. 
What? I, what? Now what? You see, now you've now you've spread the yawn. <laughs> the yawny what's been played. What? <laughs> Y'all are monsters. We are indeed. So uh, based on based on that, Andrea, what have you played? Uh, me. Okay. Uh, sh- should I talk about Pokemon or Kirby? Because I've been playing them both a lot. Yes. How Kirby. helpful. Kirby. Kirby. Okay. Depends on how quick you are talking. I mean, uh, yeah, you I'm could not. Mention both. If you don't have, if you know, if you can get through it briefly, you can talk about both. If it takes you like an hour, then please only talk about one. This is true, actually. I don't actually think I have much to say on either of them, so this works. Uh, oh, Kirby! Perfect. Steph is just chanting Pokemon <laughs> over and over again. I get to that. We're, yeah. we're, we're starting with Kirby. Kirby. So I've been playing my, Kirby's... My spirit animal. I've been playing Kirby's extra epic yarn for... Around pink ball that the, just eats everything? The, th- the 3DS. Extra epic yarn. Yeah, it's Kirby's epic yarn, but they put in extra game modes. Oh, and okay. I'm bad at both of them. <laughs> oh. So I feel like we all know Kirby's epic yarn. Kirby tries yeah. to eat a yarn tomato, and now he's yarn. That's the plot. That's all you need to know. That's that's exactly how it works. Well, Steph, you do now. <laughs> he said he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. He, he don't. He, wow. he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. Wasn't that like the back. second episode of the this first. podcast? Was like done first. <laughs> the first one was yep. done. Yep, because uh, it was going to be the uh, the Immaterial Gamers podcast, which doesn't currently have a name yet. And then fifteen episodes in, we just decided to call it the Immaterial Gamers podcast. So Kirby, uh, yes. Kirby becomes yarn, and this little blue yarn fella is like, "Hey, an evil wizard destroyed my entire home by ripping it into seven pieces. Please help." Okay. And so cool. Kirby's like Kirby noise. And Kirby's like, I'm well equipped for this task. Let's go. Um, so Kirby goes. I'll eat them back together. And gets pieces of the magic yarn to literally stitch the world back together. Sweet. So also added an extra epic yarn besides the two other gameplay modes is their actual like traditional Kirby power ups, and I hate huh. almost all of them. Ooh. Oh no. I don't hate them because they're bad. I just hate them because they're weird to me because I played the original back on the Wii. Yeah. So seeing the power-ups are like, ah, no, I feel like I'm cheating. Mm. So but, I mean, they put them in the game. They're there for you, for, for you to use. Well, the only one I like is Nylon, because it just turns you into a little tornado. And you just magnet things to you, and it's great. Sweet. Oh, I would have actually think... liked Teflon, and just watch everything bounce off you, because you're invulnerable. <laughs> Do you think Kirby has any, has any extra world-stitching yarn to fix the UK and the <laughs> EU? Or... <laughs> Political. Uh, but half of the first part of this segment was political. It's it's we're we're, we're past that. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so the extra gameplay modes, because other than that, it's the exact same as Kirby's Epic Yarn, from what I can tell. I've played through like half the game so far in two days. So that's fun. Woo. But one of the game modes is you play as Yarn DDD and you just <gasps> y- you run. You, you just run. run. Wait, it's, it's an endless runner. Basically, yeah. So. You run as DDD, and he cannot stop, and you well, just gotta stop, stop. And you just try to get, get gotta, uh, you, you gotta, tr- <laughs> yes, you gotta try to get as many collectibles as you can before he reaches the end of the stage and like just hits unceremoniously against a giant wall. Oh, perfect. Uh, I've only played that one once. It's it's the one I'm least acquainted with, I think. Mm. Uh, and there's another one where you play as Meta Knight, and it's a hack and slash. Oh, that sounds right on my street. Yeah, it's pretty alright. I don't like it personally, because I don't like hack and slash, but hey. Yeah, yeah so... Sounds cool. Slack and hash. 
Yeah, so you just gotta fly around and kill things until you reach the end of the stage. And for completing these stages, you get a rank, and for each rank between C, B, A, and S, you get a little template for your fuse speeds to make furniture. Furniture. Yarny furniture. No. Uh, fuse bead furniture. You know those little uh, pearl beads that people sell? I have a few magnets with them at home. Oh, yeah, them them things. That you yeah, it's 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 those. They call them fuse beads because copyright. I see. Well, Steph's vanishing. Uh, Steph says bye, everyone. So, so, so Steph goes bye. Steph goes bye. Yeah. Bye, Steph. Bye, Steph. Yeah. There we go. So, uh... And that was the last time any of us heard from Steph. He fell off yeah. the plane. I'll see if we can get some like, sad, sad piano music at that point. <laughs> Steph was never seen again as he ended up lost in the Great White North. But yeah, different sad music. <laughs> We've all had different sad music. It's just uh, it's 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 uh, sad. But um, yeah. So so we had Kirby. Yeah, and yeah, it it took what like six minutes to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Pokemon. Yeah, I have also been replaying Pokemon White, which is the best one, and I'll fight. Uh, everybody step back. This one's a fighter. Okay. You, st- oh, you step anywhere it. near her, she's just going right. to start swinging. Go for it. Please explain why. why Pokemon Yellow isn't the best. <laughs> Wait, you think Pokemon Yellow's the best? I'd be more willing... That is objectively wrong, but okay. Because <laughs> Duncan... What, what were you, Duncan? Crystal? Yeah, I'm, I'm Crystal all the way, bro. I'd be more willing to bet that Crystal is... Alright, fair enough, I concede. But, uh, yeah, so, Pokemon White. I enjoy Pokemon White the most because it took pretty much everything the previous 2D Pokemon games had and made them mm-hmm. better. Also, it introduced infinite TM usage. Uh, yes. Okay, yes, I agree. And also... This is, like, pretty cool or, like, whatever, you know. I mean, you can't sell them for money, which is really useful if you're trying to, you know, do, like, a speed yeah, but then game. But, speed you know, money. It's, it's, okay. it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, you know, whatever. Yeah. No. Okay, Gen Water. Aren't you two, you <laughs> bastard? Uh, also, hi. Controversial opinion? Mm. I know one of the things that Another people one? hate about... Yeah, I'm filled with them, because I love Gen 5. I know people are like, wow, Team Plasma sure sucks, because they're all hypocrites and terrible. They're not. <laughs> they're led by two very different people who want very different things in life. Mm. And also, one of them has been uh, groomed and abused from the very beginning just to be a little toy in the other's hands. So, like, you know, whatever. And's terrible, uh, whatever. He's not. Pokemon, your great children's games that provide adult themes. Yeah. No, I just, I like N. He's probably one of my favorite characters in Pokemon. Steven Stone's also good, but he's not N, so. Fair enough. But What's uh, your team so far? What's up? Uh, What's team your... so far that I have. Is I picked Oshawott for my starter, and he's evolved into a Duat. Okay. I've also got uh, Petalil because Lilligant has become my one-woman murder machine, as Duncan has learned with our time in uh, Pokemon Showdown. Oh God, Pokemon Showdown! Yeah, that Lilligant is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> special attack, special defense, special and speed stat with that one ability. Quiver she dance. Ah, like, oh, quiver dance. Well, it also helps that she can learn own tempo, which means that Petal. Petal Dance, I think it's called, can't confuse her, so she just becomes a nuke. The nice. only the only actual problem she has is that in order to set up, because of how fragile she can be, she needs a sleep powder to go off. And sleep powder doesn't like me very much. Oh. 
So this isn't the first time I've played through Pokemon White. Mm -hmm. I have another save file on my R4, and I have not touched it because I've been stuck on the final boss for hours. Because somehow, even though, in theory, with how the leveling works, because in Gen 5 it all balances out, so everything, you shouldn't get super overleveled, but you should be underleveled. I was underleveled by about uh, 10 levels for the Elite Four, and it got worse by the time I got to the final boss. Ooh. Especially, well, you do this. especially because the final boss is a cheater. So cheater. Well, the final boss has a level fifty-four Hydreigon. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. But a Hydreigon can't evolve into that until level sixty-four. Well, that shit happens all the time in Pokemon. Mm. But it's never been but that stupid. Gen two player here. Remember that time that fucking uh, bird gym in the first one had like a level nine Pidgeot Pidgeotto. <laughs> What the fuck's yeah. up with that? I just like... Okay, no, but that's... why are you forcing? That's a Pidgeotto, not an overpowered evil dragon. I, I, I still say the bird, but... Yeah, no, go on. Evil, over, evil, uh, evil overpowered dragon. But, no. I, I'm also kind of mad with, like, half my team. Hilariously enough, it's the three that I don't have in the new file. But, no. Boo. In my first run, I got a Scolipede, a, uh, a Molga... And a, and a Ranunculus, and mm. I didn't like using any of them. Ooh. Like, the problem was, Scolipede was, it's supposed to be a fast bug type, but it was too slow to actually go before anything bug or poison types are, are strong against. Mm. Ebolga was good in its speed and the fact that it had Volt Switch, but it wasn't actually strong enough to go up against anything that was bigger than it. Right, okay. And Reuniclus' problem is also that it's just really, really slow. And if it went before anything, it was a celebration! Ah. So I'm going to do some more experimenting with my team in, this time around. But no, I just I just really like the Gen 5 games. They're my favorite. I think, technically speaking, they're the best. Fair enough. They were the only game where the plot mattered, and the plot didn't make me want to shoot myself. Looking at you, Sun and Moon. Yeah. And it's, also, you know... And I mean, I, I say that as, as probably the furthest I've gone through a Pokemon game since sort of Yellow and, let's be fair, Crystal, I did, was X. Gen 6 was actually really good. I really liked X a lot. So yeah, 6 Gen was good. Sun and Moon is the worst generation that's been out. Ooh. It is. I cannot stand any of it. Of course, that trophy may be earned by Generation 8 because Sword and Shield keeps stabbing itself in the foot. Gigantamax. It has made, it has made no good decisions except for like Giga -huge five, max. except for like five Pokemon. Weezing with a top hat. Weezing with a top hat. No, not that one. <laughs> That's a good decision. No. I Wooloo, want Dynamax, Brookie. Alolan, Executor. Let's go. No, uh, Wooloo, Brookie, Alcremie, the Teapot one, and Alolan Ponyta are the only well-designed Gen Six, Gen Eight Pokemon. And also, like, no nat decks, so basically it's just saying fuck you. Ooh. Fair enough. Well, you know, all those hot takes. I mean, it's coming out in, like, literally two weeks, so if all of a sudden they're like, hey, we stopped being lazy and made the nat decks, maybe I'll get it, but whatever, man. Nah, well, I don't have a Switch yet, so I can't, can't say. I do. Can't I'm about say. to. Yeah, you're about to. So. Sibling rivalry Splatoon, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, fair enough.
Right, uh, Duncan. Hey, well, that's me. I'm that guy. My name is his name, too. Whenever I go out, people always shout, he goes, Duncan Michael Walter Van Allian. Uh, sure. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name is my name, too. Have you ever heard of this before? I did. I learned it in elementary school. There you go. So, the game. Right. Video games. Um, man. It's, uh, it's Slim Pickens. Um, so what have I played? I guess I've, me and Andrea have both played, uh, a little bit of the Overcooked 2 DLC. I don't know if I remember talking about that or not. Uh, I you talked about the main game, but not the DLC. Yeah. So, uh... We've played a whole two levels. We've played a whole two levels, and that's important. Because, <laughs> um... So Overcooked 2, I would say, generally speaking, is a less difficult game than Overcooked 1, overall. Okay. Um, with the exception of, like, maybe two or three levels, most levels are fairly reasonable. Like, you know, once you figure out, you know, the rhythm of each stage, it's like you can kind of, you, you can muddle your way through it and it won't be too, too crazy challenging. Um, that being said, we got into the DLC, and the DLC is the opposite of that. It's, uh, fucking hard. So the first, so the, the DLC that we've got into is sort of camping themed. Right. So I just wanted to make s'mores, man. Yeah, so we got so we basically I don't know if you make other stuff, but so far we've made s'mores, which is you know just roast a marshmallow over a fireplace, put it put it in between some graham crackers, and uh, if they're feeling spicy, throw some chocolate in there. Okay. Or banana, but not both. Never both. You never mix the chocolate and the banana, which is just that's just incorrect. You just never. That's just wrong. Chocolate and banana is like the best thing ever invented by a human. Uh, get at, at me, Reese. At me. Yeah, honestly. whoever, whoever, uh, <laughs> whoever from the people who made Overcooked decided that was a bad idea needs a word. Uh, team, yeah, Team Seventeen's about to become Team Sixteen because uh, one of them should be fired <laughs> <laughs> for not for not allowing that idea to happen. But anyway, well, it's Team Seventeen, the guys beyond worms. Yeah, well, you know, Team Sixteen. So, <laughs> so anyway, that that's all on the side to the fact that these missions are excruciatingly fucking really incredibly difficult. Um. <laughs> The first one wasn't too bad. The first one was, uh, it was challenging. We, like, barely got there. Like, it took us a few attempts. Mm. Um, but we got there. This second level that we're on is the most difficult level in Overcooked and possibly one of the most difficult levels in a video game I've ever played. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. So the, so the, you know, you get, there's a certain threshold you gotta get me to get to three stars in each stage. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the goal of these s'more-themed cooking levels is that you gotta uh, you have to keep a f- you have to maintain a fire. Each little like fireplace has like a heat meter that indicates how hot the fire is. And the heatometer. You cheat. You you chop up logs and put them in the fireplace to keep them hot. The, Sweet. The marshmallows will cook faster depending on how hot the fire is. There is a they cook extremely slowly if there's no fire on it, uh, but they'll cook like really quickly if they're at max heat. The fact that they still so, cook is interesting. Yeah, it's it's weird. I actually, for a while, thought they were just didn't do anything, which makes sense. But they uh, they do cook. They just cook like it takes like five minutes to cook one marshmallow with no logs. It's it's completely worthless. Room temperature um, more. Yeah, room temperature more. <laughs> Delicious. It's a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, so you know the uh, your the objective of the guy maintaining the fire pit is he's got to keep Duncan. those fires at. The highest temperature possible, and keep marshmallows on them at all times. Mm. 
And despite the fact that I was doing that for the entire game, like, there was no point at which I was not actively doing something. Sometimes in Overcooked, if you're, like, you know you're doing something wrong if you're standing around waiting for something to happen. Because, in theory, if you've, like, mastered Overcooked or whatever, unless you're, like, so far ahead that it's not even funny, uh, generally speaking, if you're sitting around being idle, you're missing out on something. There's always something to do in a kitchen. Yeah. So the fact that I was actively working the entire time... As was I. As was Andrea. We both had jobs, full-time jobs, that we never stopped. We would consistently fall between two and 300 points short of the uh, three-star goal. And it's not like... I mean, that's two or 300 out of, like, a thousand. Like, Like, it's a significant chunk of points that we're missing. Yeah. And we cannot figure out what it is that we're doing wrong you know there's four fire pits and i thought okay well i only have enough time realistically to keep two of them at max heat at all times so i'll do that because i figure cooking them faster is more useful than cooking a lot of them Mm. that didn't work so then i was like okay well what if i just put out all if i use all four of them and uh you know just try to keep them sort of medium temperature and uh that didn't really show any significant improvement in our score so I have no idea what they expect us to do or what we're doing wrong, but we just cannot get that three-star threshold. It's get, ridiculous. Yeah. The other thing I can get a third player. Get a fourth player. We, we tried, tried that. that. Well, oh. I mean, to be fair, we got our mom as a third player who, you know, plays has played video games in, uh, at various points in her life, but is not how you would say a gamer Right, okay. Maybe we should get Steph to try to help when he's here. Yeah, that's going to be our next strategy is to try to get Steph to get in on this shit. Record it, play session. See if we can get him to uh, get further along than us. Well, I do have a capture card. I can record off the uh, PlayStation. Well, the thing is, I actually don't know if we can get audio off of it, so that's a problem. Mm. Audio off of what? The PlayStation. I bring my microphone. (laughs) Whoops. Gotta have some kind of uh, mobile computing device of some kind to get the capture card to work anyway. Microphone would be there. Yeah. It could happen. It could happen. We'll see. We'll talk to Steph about it when he gets here. Yeah. No um, promises, audience of one. No promise. So, so yeah, that level's, a, that level's a pain in the ass. We still have only gotten two stars. Every once in a while, we get within like 150 points of it, and we get so excited. And then the next time, we're like 300 behind. I was just like, I don't know what we're doing wrong. Mm, well, we will see if we can uh, figure out how that happens. Maybe. How did this happen? I just had like a heart attack because I thought my audio wasn't recording because it just stayed still for a minute. I was just like, "Oh no, it's, it's gonna be awkward." It's fine. It's always, yeah, always fine unless it's entirely broken. So uh, yeah. Oh. So it's, it's fine unless it's not. Yeah, exactly. So that's how that works. What have you Ryan, been? What, what have you been you playing, playing, Ryan? I've been playing the Outer Worlds. The, Outer Worlds. The new sort of open world RPG first-person shooty game from Obsidian. The, as they keep telling people, the makers of the original Fallout games and Fallout New Vegas. I think my dad was telling me about this. Mm. Obsidian? It is, it is uh, highly possible. It's an, it's an ad um, of Obsidian? Yeah, so entirely unrelated from the Fallout 76 rant that was going on last week, I picked up Xbox people Game Pass. People are still talking about that? Well, um... They've uh, made new... They've made, Don't worry, Andrew. They've made new shit. Yeah, they made new mistakes. Um, it's the, the, it's, oh the gift, it's the gift that keeps on taking. Yes. 
I believe that was said by Jim Sterling, so that's a, that's a, that's a fun one. Big web personality. He calls himself D-list. Compared to us, he's an A-lister. Um, <laughs> but We're uh, like triple Z-list, I think. F-plus. We're an F-plus. I believe from one of the other things I'd follow, we're currently in the getting the bin tier. Oh. We, we want to at least, by the end of the year, get ourselves to meh. We don't have a lot of time for that. I met it up. Yeah, well, we will met it up. But, um, yeah, very quickly, Fallout 76 stuff. Uh, they got sued in America. Um, not sued in America, well, not even really sued in Australia either. But their Australia ah. consumer rights advocates have said that Bethesda have to refund everyone who complained about not being able to get a refund for a period of six months from when the game first came out. So, suck it. Anyway, Outer Worlds. I'd rather not. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Outer Worlds is in space. In space. So, uh, so, so I think instead of massive nuclear war that's happened that's ravaged uh, ravaged Earth, uh, corporations have spread out across the stars and have become big douchebags. Borderlands? Uh, close. Yeah, except there's not all psycho crazies. I mean, there are marauders, but there's not psycho crazies. But you... Your persona, avatar, character are a colonist who was supposed to be uh, supposed to be going out charting the stars and making a new lives for themselves on these nice planets. Except your yeah, ship. Your, your title is stash searcher. Totally not related to the Baltimore team. Mm, yeah, um, you were supposed to be there, but your ship lost its faster than life drive and your uh, faster than life faster than light drive faster than life you get on the ship yeah. and you just immediately die <laughs> <laughs> you outrun your own life and then like 30 years later you come back to life it's like Whoa! oh god <laughs> but um yeah so yeah your ship was stranded and you were in deep space and then some some fugitive enemy of a faction known only as the board which is like probably just Ominous. a group of all the a group of all the corporations who basically oversee the entire galaxy at this point rescues you and sends you on a mission to rescue all your other colonists because they're pure and uncorrupted from the massive corporation shitstorm that's going on in the galaxy and um, yeah What's, what else to say it plays exactly like Fallout 3 except not as buggy and with actually not bad dialogue turns out Obsidian right. know how to write yeah. you can actually care about characters you can hate them because of their actual personality as opposed to just being told to hate them. Yeah. So, you know. Right. It's all cool. Other than that, like I say, it's exactly like Fallout mechanics, which the Fallout mechanics are based on old D&D mechanics with stealth attacking and, you know, sneaking around and shooting with either long-range or short-range weaponry or melee, you know, blades and you've got repair systems and, you know, and the, the planets look very, very pretty. So, you know. It's all very nice, and I'm actually enjoying it because I like good writing. I'm a narrative person. Yay. So, uh, yeah. So, I will probably play more of that, but not next week. Next week. Not I'm next gonna, week. Gonna, gonna, gonna go on the idea that... Spoilers, I'm going to be playing Death Stranding. I'm not like all the uh, big big reviewers who have managed to get their early copies and have been playing it for two weeks and and can keep uh, can keep talking about how Conan O'Brien is a uh, an NPC in the game, and uh, and my favourite director Edgar Wright is an NPC. He's he's a person you can deliver stuff to, 
and there's only a baby in a bottle. That's but, a good um, choice for a favorite director. Yeah. Freaking baby in a bottle. God. People always talk about like it keeps what coming is, back. It's like best trilogy of all time. Is oh, like, absolutely. Is it Star Wars? Back to the Future? Nah. It's oh. Cornetto. Yeah, the Cornetto trilogy. Shaun the Dead, Hot Force, World's End. Mm, perfect. Just great. But uh, yeah, so I may end up talking about Death Stranding next week. It may require more time to digest and it'll be happening in two weeks' time. But the spoiler is I will be talking about it within the next two weeks. Spoilers? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, with that, that is what's been played. And it's time for some news opinion. News time. News time. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 take it that. That'll be fine. So, what's happening this? Uh, what's happened this past weekend? I've got to keep forgetting this comes out on the Tuesday after what's already happening. We're recording this while Blitz, Blizz, Blitzcon, Blizzcon. It's just it's just Blitzcrank. It's yeah, con dedicated to fans of Blitzcrank from League of Legends. Yeah, and you 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 queue up for your rooms and you're just rocket punched <laughs> into the room. Just a, just a, you just hear, and this like hand picks you up and takes you to your seat. You go to um, his main panel, and he just picks one random person from the audience, pulls them up on the stage. It's just like, congratulations, you have been selected. It's like, oh boy, what if I won this? Boom! He punches you into the air. <laughs> <laughs> just what I've always wanted. You say as you pick up your teeth. Yeah, just what I always wanted. But um. Yeah, so yeah, BlizzCon, so BlizzCon is happening. Blitz, BlizzCon, BlizzCon, right? Jesus. How about the Blizzard, How about the Blizzard convention? Does yeah, that make the, it easier? Yeah. How about the BlisterCon? <laughs> Whoa, Bliss, BlisterCon. That's pretty rough. That is uh, well. That is uh. Sorry, just add that to the list. Um. Okay, you can say it's rough, but is it wrong? Oh, it's puss. Um. So yeah, this this convention yeah. hosted by Blizzard uh, is currently ongoing at the moment. And for those who have been under a rock for the past Hi, it's me. month and a half, shall we say? No, it's not even that. It's just month, month. It's only been a month. Shit. It's me. I've been under Mumps. the rock. Oh, so Andrea, Hi. what happened? We need to go back to the beginning. At the beginning of October, there was an invitational tournament for Hearthstone. The, the the good old card game, and they have the Grandmasters tournament or how whatever they they call it, in each location and in Big the bad tournament, yeah, and in the Asian tournament, a player by the name of Blitzchunk, had, which is an amazing yeah. name, yeah, <laughs> that make a good screen name. Oh wait, mm. yeah, uh, so he he won his match and you know he had a post game interview with the you know the two shoutcasters who were there. They told him to, because they knew what was going to happen, we wouldn't learn this until later, told him to say his piece, and then they cut to commercial. He dons a face mask, in indicative of the Hong Kong protests, and says, Free Hong Kong, revolution of our age. The shoutcasters hide under the desk, they immediately cut to commercial, and then the stream ends soon after. Blizzard? in their infinite wisdom, immediately banned Blitzchung for a year, took all his money that he had earned for the event, which was equivalent to $10,000, American, 
and and then fired the two shoutcasters, presumably at the time, for being there. Wow. Okay. What they think they what they think he they gave him like a slip. It was just like, hey, by the way, we know you're into that Hong Kong thing. Give us that bit. <laughs> that'll really up. That'll really help the ratings. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like what what what. Yeah. I mean, later on down the line, like we said, they did say, we know what you're about to say. Say it. Hurry the hell up. Well, I think it came out as translated as say your eight words, and huh. then and then we'll move on. So you know, and he did. But Blizzard took a very hard line stance on this. They had stated, or apparently they brought up the vaguest of rules that said that if you said anything that could offend anyone, um, damage or damage Blizzard's image, or bring the game into disrepute, that they could do a punishment at their sole discretion. Now, what well, happened is rip the rest of the internet, I guess. Yeah. So he had made what they considered a political statement and they said no political statements in their eyes and banned him and then got rid of the the, the two shoutcasters. Now, that was on the English-speaking language announcements. On the Chinese Weibo page, which is Chinese Twitter, they mentioned about banning him and saying that, that we will not tolerate this um basically we don't want anyone damaging the dignity and honor of our country or we will protect our dignity and country now there was a mistranslation they initially said we will protect this country at all costs which made it sound a bit weird but credit where it's due that's where that happened and then blizzard went radio silent for the best part of a week ah while people then went Whoa, 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 hold the fuck on. Given given the, the, the stuff that's happened in Hong Kong and the, the protests over keeping their autonomy of the country away from China and the, an extradition bill that would have basically um, allowed anyone that China anyone that China didn't like to just extradite people from countries surrounding them and put them into their legal system where they're known to disappear. Ah. Uh. Um, you know... People could understand the protests. Personally, I can understand the protests. That's 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 me. Then let's, the fact not, that... let's not send them to the scary disappearing country. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there's a reason why episode two or or later down the line, one of our episodes is called Banned in China. This confirms it. Um So yeah, they fast forward to a week and the president of Blizzard, uh, J. Allen Brack, gives a I say this finger quotes, apology for, or no, it was a clarification. I wouldn't say apology. Apology would be accepting you did something wrong. No, they they clarified what they did. Stated that it was nothing to do with China of why they banned this, this, this kid and these two shoutcasters and why they then also prevented anyone from even mentioning the word Hong Kong in any Blizzard game um, and, and other other stuff. And then said that they'd reduce the ban to six months for shoutcaster and player, and they'd give him his money back. And then they went, right, that's us done. Lunch. It wasn't done. Um, people have continued to support people in Hong Kong. Um, boycotts of Blizzard have taken effect. Disclaimer, 
I am currently on that Blizzard boy uh, Blizzard boycott. No, no Blizzard games installed on my computer. I haven't gone as to far as to delete my account and request all that. I, like a fool, do have the, sli- the like sliver of hope that this will get rectified. In the same way that the riot situation is slowly getting rectified. Because I know that could come up a- along there. It's like, Ryan, you're a hypocrite, you support Riot Games. They sit there and, and cause sexual harassment suits. They got punished and punished. They are still in court. They're losing money for all those cases. The victims are winning. That's, you know, that's where we're going. Well, maybe maybe a bit short on that. But, yeah, you, you know, um, it's they, they, they got hit. They got caught. You know, they fucked up. Blizzard have doubled down. And the news, when we eventually get there, from yep. from BlizzCon, uh, BlizzCon, the Blizzard convention, is Blizzard that, is that uh, there, is a, there was a keynote speech by J. Allen Brack talking about um, apologising for the Hong Kong controversy. Now, I've got the statement from Eurogamer. I don't know how complete it is, but I'm just going to quickly read it. Uh, so he says, quote, Blizzard had the opportunity to bring the world together in a tough Hearthstone esports moment a month ago, and we did not. We moved too quickly in our decision making, and to make matters worse, we were too slow to talk to all of you. Yeah, I'd call a week a bit too slow, but anyway, keep going, Ryan. Shut up. Uh, when I um, Continues. When I think about what I'm most unhappy about it was two things. First, we didn't live up to the high standards we set ourselves, and the second... We failed in our purpose. For that, I accept responsibility and I am sorry. There was a quick one on there as well. Blizzard employees were also unhappy at what Blizzard high-ups were doing. To the point that they have a giant orc statue at their campus, where Blizzard is. And there were a couple of, um... There were a couple of... They, they have the values on the... Of the company around the statue. One of them says, every voice matters. And someone had just took a, an A4 sheet of paper, placed it over there, stuck it down with some blue tape... And then some other employees just protested by holding umbrellas out. It's apparently significant in the Hong Kong things as well. But yeah, I digress. How about it, it be, is it put a piece of paper on the on the values? It's just just go with a sharpie, just say money. <laughs> Every dollar matters. But uh, yeah. So he continues again. So what exactly? <laughs> sorry. So what exactly is our purpose? BlizzCon is demonstrating it even as we speak. We aspire to bring the world together in epic entertainment, and I truly believe in the positive power of the video game. When we get it right, yeah. When we get it right, we create a common ground where the community comes together to compete, connect, and play. As an example, BlizzCon has people from 59 countries at the show today, including Hong Kong, and that is amazing. Is the positive power of video games? Uh, we will do better going forward, but our actions are going to matter more than any of these words. As you walk around this weekend, I hope it's clear how committed we are to everyone's right to express themselves in all kinds of ways, in all kinds of places. I've actually seen and heard many of you expressing yourselves this morning. And then he you know, goes, once again, BlizzCon brought together, you're going to see a lot of hard work of the Blizzard team. And then, minutes after he did that statement, an advert for Diablo 4 came out. Yay. Could you have just give so, it a little bit more time? Yeah, it's yeah. It's, this is, the mood. 
As I was oh, telling about, don't do it well. this is uh, this is what I was telling about Ryan actually in a PM. This this is very classic business talk. Mm. Uh, you actually learn about this shit if you go to college and learn about like business administration and business communication. One of the things that you are taught is number one, apologize as infrequently as possible. Never accept blame or fault on anything, yeah. unless they have you dead to rights. And if you do have to apologize, you always use your apologies as an opportunity to talk about all the good things that you are doing or, pl or plan to do or, you know, can legally say that you are planning to do without actually being called out for, you know, falsehood. Uh, mm. And, you know, and then use it as a platform to, you know, advertise upcoming change, you know, positive changes in either your company, your platform, your service, your product, etc. Because yeah. you want to leave them with a positive impression at the end of your speech uh, instead of lingering on the thought of the mistakes that they've made in the past. Yeah. This is this is business communication 101. This is literally like the my, like my first semester or second semester of college. I was learning about how, how this stuff works. And it's like it's like it's nice that it's like I don't know, an apology was offered. Uh, you know, it's definitely a step up from what's been offered over the past month or so. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I was I've always hated this type of you know this form of business communication because it's like yeah it just feel it it doesn't feel very you know genuine it just feels like you know it's like if I can tell exactly what this person is doing because I took one year of college reading about it it's just like 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 this like it's 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 cookie cutter stuff like like you could practically copy paste this shit onto almost any you know business model it's just like. Mm -hmm. When you can, when it's that like transparent, it's like you know you can't tell where the apology begins and the you know the 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 business the, talk, the, is. the promotion. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. I mean, I think I think I've always heard this round as just like maybe it's just a different way of um you know being. What is it? I I I've always remembered it as being called the shit sandwich. The what? The the shit sandwich. So you you start with your positive layer of bread sort of explained you know of how far we've come and like everything's great then you've got the shit that's where you get your sort of admittal or like your bad stuff out of the way before then wrapping up and going woo aren't we great so it's a shit it's sandwich like, and it's like yeah and it's like I get that and it's like part of me is like I feel like it's almost unfair to like you know act them for you know for announcing Diablo 4 at, you know, their premier freaking, you know, like, this is their convention. This is their platform to, you know, this is their E3. This is their their yes. personal opportunity to you yeah, know, tell us about things that are going moment, on in, their, in their company. If they're going to promote a new product or service or whatever, this is the place they're going to do it. The fact that they have an apology adjacent to this announcement does not necessarily, and I'm playing devil's advocate to the thing I just was saying earlier, and I realize that, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that their apology wasn't genuine and that, you know, it could just be bad timing, which is, you know, you can't, you know, mm. that's that's its own problem. That's not a serious fault, necessarily. Yeah. I but the same is just like, you can't help but wonder if there was a better way to convey this message or a better time to convey this message. Mm. Yeah. I mean, no, I like I said, I was still on the idea that, you know, I do have that sliver of hope that this can get 
sort of rectified. And I mean, that being said, it's going to take more than what has currently happened. It's a step in the right direction, but it is not there yet. And yeah, and maybe sort of the timing of you know giving this this apology. You know what? It probably was sincere. It was very corporatees in you know in what was said and the message they didn't really make because a lot of that was not much in terms of an acknowledgement it's just apologizing that they weren't able to say what they said yeah it's like they didn't really in, apologize in the effective for way. they didn't apologize for specific incidents they just kind of it was very general it's like we you know what we did we're we're sorry about that thing that you're angry about you know what you whatever you know you you know what we're talking about mm. but yeah, but like I say, it's it's a step. It it's a step. <coughs> yeah, it's a bit mm. of a shuffle. You know, it's mm. dragging your feet. You know, you get that annoying little sh- sound that you get when you, you know, drag your feet along pavement yeah. that's got some grit on it. But I mean, it's a step, it's, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's still the sound of someone who's being very careful about what they're saying, because the eyes of a country that they're trying to get into is watching. They will be. They mentioned 59 countries. One of them is going to be some of the trying to break into. They're trying to mean, remember the Blizzard is owned by Activision and they're trying to get Call of Duty approved in China because it's a big marketplace. So they're having to be very careful on what they're saying. And the message is, is kind of there. It's just mm, that's sort of a concern. I mean, and to be fair at the put, moment... You could have put that out like like right before... Mm. You know the the convention. You could put it like immediately after, or like at the as like the show closer. You know? Yeah. So, but it's, you know. it's the timing. The timing wasn't great for that. It was. It's. I would. I would. I wouldn't go as far as to say it is suspicious timing. That seems a little bit too prejudicial, but it is borderline. Mm. It is. It's being timed, I guess, correctly for and against the argument of Blizzard. So, you know, that's that's how it is. But, you know, chances are things could still get there. But it's personally for me, it's gonna take more. I mean I'm not I'm this is probably a bit tough for me on this. I'm not expecting the miracle of them just going, ah, you know what, well, we don't need China's money. That's that's suicide. That's <laughs> corporate yeah. suicide. Yeah. Yeah. But the but, ability uh... to be able to stand up as a business to stand up, you know, and not you know, to be able to not just constantly have the whip cracked on your back, maybe that's sort of what I'm looking for. Yeah, it, I, it sucks. It's been a bad, like, 12, 18 months or so for, like, you know, companies doing stuff that make you go, eh, and then not really sure, not re- not being sure whether or not you want to, how your for how your relationship with them will go forward. It's been yeah. a bad, it's been a bad little while for that. I feel like I'm running out of things to like mm. some, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I know that this is sort of the thing that just have to, you know, it, it works both ways, doesn't it, as well. Though. As 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 a gamer, I shouldn't owe, shouldn't need to owe any games company anything. You know, as well. No. That, that, sound, that might sound entitled, but no. I, I don't I mean, know. Te- I know. Technically I mean, speaking, you at least owe them your money to buy the games. But... Yeah, well, yeah. If you want to get at, at the at the bare minimum, but you know, that, at that point though, the games company technically doesn't. 
I, well, I don't want to say the games company doesn't owe you anything, because they kind of... I mean, they do. They owe it to you to make an experience that you enjoy and, you know, can provide stuff. I'm losing my train of thought, but there needs to be a little bit more togetherness. But, uh, you know, don't exploit your audience. Yeah. Also, Appreciate the audience you got. I feel like you, you could have brought this up and I could have just been paying attention. But I feel like it's also worth noting that a while back when like Hong Kong stuff started ramping up, Blizzard started banning people's accounts for a thousand years for even bringing it up. Yeah. So, again, I could have even mentioned it, I just missed it, but that's just something so, like, baffling to me. And and that's the so the other thing. There was, I kind of forgot to mention it as well, there was, um, there was a US uh, college tournament going on. Blizzard do provide scholarships for players based on, you know, sort of stuff. Prizes can not just be monetary, they can be education and that's you know that's a good thing but what happened during that um tournament was that a a team an american team had put up basically fuck blizzard free hong kong as a placard in the middle of one of their games and they didn't get banned by blizzard at the time that's strange mm-hmm. huh. so i mean Indeed. so the team themselves just dropped out of the tournament they forfeited it's like uh double standards we've just yeah. proved that um, Blizzard later on down the line did give them the six month ban that they would have give, or that they gave Blitzchung down the line in a in a bit of acknowledgement of yeah fair cop, but it took to be called out on it. So you know, and th- there are the questions of what if what if someone in an American tournament, you know, went impeach Trump, you know, villainy of our time, you know, impeach the bastard, would that have had the same effect? Records, what sort of evidence would be to the contrary? I'd say no. But this is sort yeah, of, sort of is, talking about stuff after weird. the fact, which, you know, we can all you know, talk in hindsight, but sort of just have to go with what we currently got. Yeah, I mean, that would be, that's a whole other political discussion that you'd have to get into about, like, how, you know, the, yeah. the way the two countries govern each other. It's like, it's like, like Trump doesn't really give a fuck that people are calling to impeach him, and you know, I mean, obviously he does now, but before he he just he treated it as a joke, you know. Yeah. It's like someone makes fun of China. China's there; they're at your fucking front door, and be like, "Fuck, would you fuck you say to me, bitch?" <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like it's just about you know, it, it's very different levels of how they govern, different ways they handle criticism to their government that affects how companies may respond to such criticism because they know that if they. You know, in one situation, they, the government probably won't give a shit, and in another situation, they will give a lot of shits. Absolutely. But, uh, well, yeah, Overwatch 2, right? Sorry, I, I tried. I make a sequel what? to Overwatch. Over, Overwatch? Oh, right, that. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. That's... You know what, fine. I'm not, I'm not against announcing stuff that's happened, just not really interested at the moment due to it. But Diablo 4, Overwatch 2, which apparently melds with Overwatch, another WoW expansion usual stuff really i don't understand like why bother making a second overwatch you really it does seem like you could just keep making more of the same i mean maybe there's like an infrastructural change where like you know they've changed some things about the engine and stuff that that requires a new installment it's not something like splatoon where it's like it's just fine that splatoon has a sequel because it's an entirely different platform that works differently Mm. still pc still every console under the sun yeah. Who knows? Overwatch 2 is just a phone port. 
<laughs> oh god, that brings us back to that fucking Diablo conversation. <laughs> that Diablo game that was for the phone. Everyone's all like losing their shit over that. Yeah. Oh well, you've all got phones, right? So uh, you know. No. No. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate because because we're gonna get to the wrap up then. Because because uh, I was about to say that because you, you've all got phones, you can listen to this on uh, on your phone. You maybe use the Spotify app or. If you've got an iPhone, use Apple Podcasts, so, you know. But, I mean, you've already listened to all of it, hopefully. So, um, you know, like, share, subscribe, and all that business. And uh, we do apologise for for um, the way we've expressed our opinions during the during the podcast. We, we don't, we're not apologising for the opinions themselves, but it is just for the opinions that we have made. I mean, you can talk the opinions you've made. I've just kind of been sitting in radio silence for the past half hour. I you you listened. It, it happens. You were we attentive. You. Yeah, it was it was tough. You know what? I'm I, dumb I, to understand news. Don't don't say that. No one is too dumb to understand. It's just you know when it usually happens at last minute, it's tough to research. I was trying to get back earlier, but anyway, um, keep an eye on the schedule. We've got stuff going. Spooktober is finished, so stuff will just be happening as normal. So, hooray! Yay! But uh, you know, we uh, the immaterial game, uh, the immaterial game Christmas showdown will soon start in a month's time. No, oh bad right. God, let's not talk about that right now. Yeah, it's November. Let's... So uh, yeah, so no, enjoy the videos. You know, is there anything you got? Feedback? Talk to us, please. Talk to us. It's, it's November. It's the time for the Christmas pumpkin. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> 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 But um, yeah. Now, thank you, Duncan and Andrea and producer Stefan, whether he's here or not. Isn't here. No. Uh, oh, uh, I see. He left a message. Poland. The 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 last message. He said that he's never sorry, and I don't think Blizzard should be. Well, you know what, Steph? Oh. You're just you're just being argumentative for the sake of being argumentative. So we will not take that opinion. Discount so what if on Tuesday when this goes up he just like responds to the past you just shows up in the chat completely non sequitur. Yeah, I'm just yeah, just just as I upload it I just like clap and you know, brush my hands and go, Ah, there we go, podcast wrapped and uh oh is that edited, all uploaded, everything's fine and Steph just goes, You fucker, I told you I was never sorry I was like <laughs> Alright. Yeah <laughs> Just uh yeah, sitcom style music ends at the end. Get the um, oh, was it? What's that one with Larry David in it? Uh, Larry Kirby David, Infu- not Larry David, is it? Curb your enthusiasm. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, everyone yeah. knows this. Everyone knows this, but me. <laughs> sad. Oh. So. <laughs> So uh, yeah, thank you for for listening. Uh, we shall, well, some combination of us, maybe, maybe, maybe me, shall see you next week. Should be here next week, I think. Me and Steph will be occupied, occupado. Never occupado. mind, I won't be here next week. Yeah, I'll find someone. He'll be, he'll be all good. But uh, yeah, it's the Ryan podcast. Oh. He just talks to himself for an hour. Uh, so Ryan, what have you been talking about? Well, Ryan, I would like to talk about a game called Portal. Oh, right, Ryan, how's that? It's Portal. Uh, see, I'm preparing already. So <laughs> we shall see you next week. 
Or at least I will. So, bye. Don't kill each other. You did say the thing. Oh yeah, for God's sake, don't kill each other. All dress as Winnie the Pooh. Do it, you'll thank me later.